Casual Anime Podcast. Um, I'm your usual host, Frederick, and the reason we are two days delayed on this uh, podcast is uh, the responsible person is uh, right here with me. Go ahead. Hello, hello, Kasten here. Uh, this is yeah. all your fault, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what happened on Sunday, so. You you take full responsibility, right? Yeah, I was getting hooked on my World of Warcraft again, and, uh, <laughs> and that's why we're late. Yeah, well, that's not a... I don't think that's an acceptable excuse, but uh, moving on. I thought we'd uh, start off with uh, some very sad news, actually. Uh, Hirumi Suru passed away uh, last week, I think, at the age of 57, uh, and she left quite a considerable legacy behind. Um, but most of what most of her work was, uh, I guess, before our time in anime. She's most mostly known for uh, her role in Dragon Ball, and yeah. she's probably has roles even that's airing right now. So I don't know how they're gonna solve this problem. We'll have to get someone new. But that was, of course, extremely sad. So. I'm just gonna have a drink in our name right now, so rest in peace. Peace. Um, so we should probably move on to the episode. Um, it's uh, your name or Kimi no Nawa, and uh, I had seen it previously. Um, you saw it uh, this weekend. Yeah. Uh, what were your initial impressions? Uh, I have seen something similar um, before. Uh, that was not in anime, uh, and it was two films, uh, Lake House and uh, and the one with uh, Lindsay Lohan. You know, uh, thirteen going uh, thirty or something. Oh, I don't think I've <laughs> seen that one. Oh, uh, yeah. Don't ask me uh, about. <laughs> How yeah, I know. It's, uh, it's a teenage romance, so uh... yeah. It wouldn't be strange if uh, this is more a genre that would be uh, more live-action uh, orientated. Uh, yeah. But did you watch this with your girlfriend? Uh, only half. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Uh, not that interested in uh, anime, unfortunately. Well, uh, the love story actually gets interesting at the end, so uh, she probably saw the wrong part, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so we should probably get, like, the the obvious uh, the obvious talking points, points out of the way first, because uh, there's a lot of them. Uh, the director, uh, whatchamacallim, uh, 
Makoto Shinkai, of course. Uh, every time mainstream news outlets write about him, it's always they always write he's the new Miyazaki. Um, and do you think that's the right statement? Because I don't think he's the new Miyazaki at all. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think that. Yeah, because uh, the themes they cover are quite different, and their movie making, their style in movie making is completely different too. So the only way that he's like uh, the new Miyazaki is that he's. Uh, is how successful he is. He's like the yeah. go-to guy when uh, the Western new audience look at anime and they see this film and they say, well, this is mainstream. We should watch this. Uh, but Miyazaki is making another film right now, so <laughs> we'll see if he, <laughs> he becomes the new Shinkai now. <laughs> yeah, if he's, uh, if he's alive uh, when it comes out. Uh, oh, it'll no. be fine. Yeah, he's getting kind of old, so. But uh, he still produces uh, excellent films. Yeah, he produces the same films over and over again. The same themes. Yeah. And the same could be said for uh, Shinkai. Uh, always centered on uh, love's love affairs. And usually in more uh, suburban areas than Miyazaki. Shinkai likes his trains and he likes his lens flare and he likes uh, ba the background of Tokyo, so... Have you seen any of his previous films? Uh, no. Uh, I haven't. Yeah, probably not quite your taste. I watched, uh, what's it called? Three centimeters per second or something, and it was... Five. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't know what to think, because... It's uh, it's kind of set up in reverse. You get all the feel-good moments at the start, and then you slowly feel more and more uh, inadequate and useless, and that life is meaningless and this is terrible. So uh, that's kind of my view viewpoint on that. So. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch that, I think. Uh. Well, it's all of his films are exceptionally beautiful. Uh, just the opening sequence of uh, Your Name is uh, just blew me away when I saw it for the first time. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, very good. There's something about his lighting effects that are extremely good. I think, so... I don't know if the animation is probably impressive, but like you get, you get probably fooled by the light, the lighting effects too, and how good they are. Um, yeah, so this is the <laughs> classic body swapping tale, right? Yeah, um, uh. but with a twist. Uh, so do you want to describe uh, the first half hour? Yeah, it can be, uh, it can be said uh, quite easily. Uh, Mitsuha and Taki are complete strangers living separate lives until they suddenly switch places. Mitsuha wakes up in Taki's body and he's he in hers. 
uh, this occurrence happens randomly, and they must adjust their lives around each other. Yet somehow it works. They build a connection by leaving notes for one another until they wish to meet. But something stronger than distance may keep them apart. Maybe time. <laughs> Is this the my anime list uh, synopsis? <laughs> no way, it was uh, IMDB. Okay. Uh, okay. I, I added the last part, so... Yeah, that was uh, spoilers without being spoilers, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, we can probably add that Mitsuha lives in the countryside and dreams about uh, big city life. She feels trapped in the countryside. Uh, her father is the mayor, and uh, the rest of the family has an exceptionally bad relationship with the father. They don't want anything to do with him. Uh, Mitsuha only wants to uh, go to cafes in Tokyo and explore the city. Uh, Baltaki is uh, kind of content where he is, I guess. And uh, I don't know how this happens, when, but when they body swap, uh, their friends seem to or they seem to actually get a better relationships with their friends. It's kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> Taki's friends uh, like uh, feminine Taki, and uh, Mitsuha's friends like uh, athletic Mitsuha, so... And uh, Taki almost got the uh, girlfriend because uh, Mitsuha was so uh, feminine and yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that was. Uh, <laughs> had a crush on an older girl who worked uh, at the same uh, restaurant, but. Uh, yeah. He developed feelings for Mitsuha. Uh, now, the first scene of this movie, actually, it's. Uh, I don't know if it's meant to be the present or the. Or like a flashback, because Taki is dreaming, and he's, uh, in his dream he sees Mitsuha, but this scene actually happens. Uh, but it's Mitsuha before uh, the body swapping happens, so he has no idea who it is. He just has a vague feeling of who it is. And then he wakes up from his dream, and uh, he realizes that there was something important that he should have remembered. So, um, for a first time viewer, a lot of it might not make sense if you actually think about it. There's. Well, I was kind of lost uh, in the first part uh, around something, but uh, I can't recall what, uh, what it was. It was a switch, but then I, it jumped. Yeah, it's it starts yeah. with uh, Taki um, <laughs> copying a feel on Mitsuha's body, and then it's... <laughs> Then he stands in front of the mirror and realizes what has happened, and then then it cuts to the next day where yeah. it's Mitsuha again, and we only hear hear about all the damage Taki has done in her body. And uh, at first I was kind of lost there, uh, but uh, uh, later in the movie I yeah. So yeah, for a real, 
for, for the most part, we we don't see Taki and Mitsuo's body interacting with other people than uh, uh, than her little sister and her grandma, because the rest we just see in the montage or flashbacks. But we get quite a lot of uh, Mitsuo flirting uh, uh, <laughs> with the older girl at the restaurant and uh, talking with uh, Taki's friends and spending all his money. Yeah, <laughs> like all girls do. Spoiler. <laughs> well, I'd, I guess it would be technically uh, probably acceptable because he's sitting there uh, touching her uh, <laughs> her breasts every morning, so... Uh, <laughs> you should you should probably accept that she's spending all your money. Yeah. <laughs> so would but you, you know be a girl uh, for a day if you had the choice? Uh, what you said? Uh, would you be a girl for a day if you had the choice? No. Not really. <laughs> no. Really. No. Yeah. Uh, could be Caitlyn Jenner for one day. No. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> yeah, or Kevin Spacey. No, no. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I think you're mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're mistaking Caitlyn Jenner for someone else. Yeah, maybe. I know. Uh, she did actually uh, kill someone with a with her car. I think, but apart from that, I think it was an accident. But apart from that, I don't think she's done. Anything that outrageous. <laughs> well, you never know. Yeah, we ne you never know. Especially around the Kardashians. But uh, we're here to talk about anime, not uh, Hollywood uh, fame. Maybe. Maybe. So we get to the mid part of the movie, and. Uh getting to the juicy bits where they actually try to meet up and we get yeah. subtle hints that this isn't uh, gonna work because there are kind of flags out there I don't know uh, there's kind of, it's kind of a long time since I watched it uh, did you think the meeting would be successful when you uh, watched no. it? no uh, it was kind of obvious uh, where it was, but uh, then again, I thought the, the whole movie was, uh, or at least the story was quite obvious, to me at least, uh, so. Yeah, well, it's, I don't think it plays on uh, logic, it plays on, uh, it plays on feeling for the most part, I think. Yeah. Mm. And what really helps that is uh, the excellent music it has. It's very rare that you have music with lyrics that actually fits fit the movie so well. So they did a really good job with that, I think. Yeah, it's done by a, a band named Radwimps, a Japanese rock band. Yeah, I think it was more than... I don't think they did everything, because there's no, quite a no. lot of ballads <laughs> in, in there. Yeah. So. But uh, they have the main... Uh, and musics. 
so we discover that their timelines aren't synced and that Mitsuo actually died three years ago or something like that. A meteor struck her hometown and uh, everyone died. And for some strange reason, uh, Taki fin figures out that he can save her. Uh, I don't quite remember how that happened. Did he go back well, one final time he, and warn them or something? Yeah, he he went back uh, to the there was a uh, a shrine in. Uh, yeah, the family shrine, because yeah. uh, Mitsuo is a shrine mm. maiden, uh, probably doesn't make sense the, to the sake thing, to yeah. get uh, her spirit in the body or something. The something, sake that uh, she makes uh, in her body. <laughs> so we get this uh, twilight scene where uh, they both appear at the same place and... Uh, They know they're gonna you, forget each other when the uh, when the moment disappears. Have you watched Twilight? No, but it is in the Twilight. Uh, okay. yeah. yeah, I was just asking to be sure. Okay. So. Oh, wait, well, I actually did watch Twilight. <laughs> yeah. It was terrible. <laughs> it was like uh, I saw it was low budget, and then it was mainstream, and then suddenly it got a really big budget. But the films didn't get any better, so I don't know what happened. Kind of like Game of Thrones, doesn't get any better than the first season. Yeah, well, I think they still have budget problems, even though <laughs> how big it is. Yeah. CGI armies. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I lost my train of thought now. Uh, yeah, there, there was on uh, on a mountain. Yeah, pointing in at the twilight. There's this. I think it's pretty important, actually. This uh, scene where they write each other's names in their hands. But instead of doing that, uh, Taki writes "I love you" instead, which isn't helping. <laughs> no. But it was. It was pretty kind sweet of feel, to see that feel later. Good. Yeah. Like, yeah. But uh, what's even more interesting, or what I've heard, I don't, I can't read Japanese, uh, regrettably, but the way Mitsuha's hand moved, she wasn't going to write Mitsuha either, she was going to write I love you too, so, <laughs> or she was doing the same as Taki would, so that's kind of an interesting detail. information about the impending demise of uh, her village, Mitsuha rushes back and manages to hoax everyone into thinking that that they have to flee the village and it Set works. up a bomb. Uh, yeah, that plant, was kind uh, of extreme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because but what it, if it didn't happen? What if there was no meteor? You're, gonna, you're gonna t going to go to jail for a long time. Yeah, but uh, 
you know when you when you first uh, switch this body and uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's uh, she had no uh, no way out though. Yeah, nothing here makes sense, but uh, there's kind of a magical, a slight magical element to this film, so it's fine. And I think it's kind of uh, a thing that's been passed down on the female side of the uh, Mitsuha line, like, uh, I don't remember her last name, but yeah, because her gran grandma referenced it, and she said something about... I think her father suddenly remembered it too when he was uh, yelling at her that he and her mother had done something similar because suddenly he just gave in and believed her. Yeah. So that's probably what happened. And then we go back to them not remembering each other for quite a while and several years pass. And they just can't escape the feeling that there's something they've forgotten <laughs> before they suddenly meet in a train station or something. They see they they catch each other's yeah. eyes and yeah, in a, in the trains. Yeah, and then they so. rush back one stop, both of them, and desperately and trying to find each other. Yeah, and it ends with them name dropping the, <laughs> the film. <laughs> Well, it was kind of tearful uh, that moment. <laughs> uh, both that and uh, you know when you see the, the town get destroyed. Uh, yeah, the music when the town gets destroyed is fantastic. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, that was the best best thing about the movie. Uh, or <laughs> yeah, don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> a town exploding was the best thing. Oh, oh, oh god. No, no, no. You shouldn't remind the Japanese people of that. Yeah. Too soon, man. <laughs> yeah. Here we go again. So, um. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was very good when I saw it initially. Uh, I think it's not quite my kind of film. A little too mainstream, a little too melodramatic maybe, but I enjoyed it quite a lot. Yeah, same here. Um, uh, a little, uh, too little action for me. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. Well, this is an anime you can show the entire family, right? Yeah. Uh, it's very safe, and, uh, except the boob grabbing and stuff. Well, yeah. I think it's only natural, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, it is. If you wake up with boobs, you have to figure out what what it is, and 
you could bet Mitsuha probably did the same, like, only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's not shown, so uh, there's that. Um, do you see any symbolism? Because the most obvious thing is the red ribbon of fate. The thing Mitsuha has in her hair and the thing Taki uh, ends up uh, having around her, his wrist. Hmm. And it's pretty prevalent in Japanese stories at least. The red ribbon that connects uh, two people. Yeah, I felt the the thing the movie said most was uh, you can always change your destiny. Uh, no matter uh, who you are and what you do, you can you can change. Uh, yeah, because I was wondering where he was going with this. He could have made it super depressing that they never found each <laughs> other again. And that's yeah. kind of what uh, 5 centimeters per second is. It's like uh, this really unfulfilling tale of two people who are childhood lovers and then they uh, have this really cathartic moment when they're sm uh, children and then they slowly grow apart, get married, but they, ca they can't forget about each other. Mm. So, but none of them uh, actually decides to reach out to the other and talk to one another. They just end up unhappy, both of them, so. Pretty depressing stuff. But they didn't do that to us this time, so... So we'll see what his next film will bring. It'll probably have a massive budget. Yeah. Because this raked in so much cash that... I don't even... 355 million dollars. Or so. Yeah. Uh, at least that's the official numbers. Yeah, and you could probably adjust for inflation since uh, yeah. since Spirited Away was released, but it was almost like uh, it was probably probably the same size as Spirited Away. But we've been going for almost half an hour. We should uh, we can take a break. We'll be right back. Yeah.
don't know you have anything else to add about this show? This uh, film, I mean. Too used to talking about shows. <laughs> yeah. No, I think we said uh, said it all. I recommend uh, everyone to watch it. Yeah, uh, everyone's probably already watched it. Uh, yeah. Going by the it's... ratings. And for a while there, it was like uh, the number one rated show on my anime list. But uh, I recommend you to just to uh, show it to your family, maybe, to get uh, Yeah, this is safe to show to your family. Um, this and Wolf Children, Totoro, probably all of Miyazaki's films. Uh, Aromanga Sensei? Oh, no. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> mm. So I think that wraps up your name. Uh, there's probably more to say, but <laughs> I just can't think of it right now. Yeah. So uh, have you been watching anything else? Yeah, I watched uh, another episode of Black Clover. And, uh, yeah. Same old, same old, or same, same old, same old. Uh, yeah. It's uh, well. I feel like I'm watching Naruto fillers, uh, so it's not a good uh, sign. Yeah, that's not very uh, surprising. Oh, and I see that its score is still in free fall. <laughs> what is happening? Yeah. So um, I might just pick up a, the manga because people say that's much better. So yeah, they do actually. Uh, well, I think this is every Shonen Jump tale just told in a worse way than every every, every single other Shonen Jump tale. So there's that. Um, did you watch Inuyashike? No. Yeah. No. Okay. No. Uh, sorry. I was planning on it, but um, yeah. Yeah, it's probably fine. It's probably no yeah. no loss. No. Uh, I'm thinking about uh, buying the Tokyo Ghoul uh, uh, manga series. I see uh, they have uh, an offer for uh, with specially no with weekly specials. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I've <laughs> stuff pass. anime, so yeah. <laughs> I finished that series uh, not too long ago because you wouldn't stop pestering me about it, and uh, I wasn't too impressed. But we'll probably do a separate episode, I guess. Yeah. Um. Well, I've been keeping up with uh, almost all of the shows. Uh, We've talked about uh, Mage's Pride, uh, Girls' Last Tour. They still don't do anything. Uh, and they spent the entire episode, the last episode, uh, baking uh, cake-like things. Okay. And that's all they do. So uh, I shouldn't be watching that. Uh, 
you sh probably shouldn't, but... No. You feel warm inside watching them though, so... <laughs> but that probably doesn't tickle your fancy, so... I guess you oh. should drop it. Yeah, and I you probably shouldn't since. watch Blend S either, because... It gives me the same kind of feeling, but... Uh, I really don't like... Uh, there's this uh, Italian dude who has the uh, has a crush on the main character, and I really don't like that dynamic. He didn't need to be in the series at all. It's like this... Uh, they have this cafe, and they... Uh, uh, the girls who serve have these... Um, uh, personality traits that they uh, they emphasize. So one is a Sundere, and one plays like the little sister character, and uh, the main girl uh, plays the sadist. So, which isn't sadistic at all. She just mm. has really dead eyes, and she really can't <laughs> help it. So everyone thinks she's like uh, treating them like a piece of shit when. And she's like really timid and really, uh, re really kind-hearted and really sweet and very naive. So there's nothing sadistic about her, but she just looks like she treats everyone like shit. So that's kind of the joke. Um, and I like the dynamic in the first episode, but when uh, this kind of lewd character shows up later, I don't know if I really care. So, I'll watch the 10 minutes that are good, and I'll try to endure the rest, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Per episode. Oh, it's only 10 minutes per episode? No, no, no. Oh. It's 10 oh. good minutes per episode, oh. and there's 15 bad minutes. Okay. In my opinion. But I was wrong uh, last week, because I said uh, uh, there wasn't any more good anime this season, but okay. I actually found one more, and it was Blendes, so there's <laughs> that. What about um, uh, Children of the Whales? I don't know if it counts as this season, or... Um, yeah, Did I put you on does. the spot now? <laughs> I'm hearing up. typing. Yeah. Oh, I found it, actually. Um, yeah, I haven't seen anything about this, actually. Uh, there's so many characters with different kind of hair. So many yeah. girls that I kind of... I'm a little skeptical, but that's just the <laughs> first impression. Um, what kind of show is this? Oh, it's JC, so it's probably okay. Um, oh, it's Shoujo, too. Well, maybe it's good then. Maybe there's some Yuri in it. <laughs> Might be. Uh, probably not for you, though. Okay. Hmm. Have you watched any Shoujo? Uh, no, I don't think so. Did you watch, um, what's it called? Princess, uh... Principle? No, no, no. Oh. 
that show. Uh, oh, Akatsuki no Yona, Yona of the Dawn. Uh, no. Uh, that show, Joe, I think. Hmm. You gave that a five. Magus okay. Bride. Well, I didn't finish it, so. <laughs> yeah. Magus Bride is kind of show, shoujo, but I see it's classified as shonen. I don't know why, though. Because it's about Chisei. And about her relationship with everyone else, so... I don't know. Shirai Yukihime is definitely shoujo, though. Okay, um... Yeah. I think that's Little all I've watched. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't watched uh, anything, so... Sorry about that. Well, there are more important things in life. Yeah, of course. So, uh, we'll probably do two episodes this week. Or. Yeah, uh, one on Thursday and Sunday, maybe. Oh, okay. Three. Okay, sure. Uh, we can do yeah. that. Yeah, but uh, we should take a movie. Uh, and something else. Uh, I don't know what. Yeah, it would probably be a Ghibli film, and then. Uh, probably some currently airing show. We'll see what, yeah. we'll see what we land on. Uh. But if that is all, I don't think there's much else to add. No. Um, you can uh, catch us on uh, Twitter uh, at uh, Casual Anime Pod, uh, and we're on SoundCloud to the Casual Anime Podcast. Of course. Uh, uh, yeah. Have you been tweeting anything interesting? Yeah, something very interesting. Oh, actually, uh, actually, uh, I forgot something. We actually got a. We actually uh, asked for uh, your opinion. I think we actually got a tweet, right? We should probably answer that question <laughs> before we forget, right? Yeah. Uh, let's see if I can find it. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, Low IQ asks, uh, which studio produces the best shows? You can go first. Well, uh, <laughs> I I counted the the the, mo the most uh, I have on my list is from uh, A1, and uh, my top top ones are from A1. So A1 pictures. A1 pictures. Uh, yeah, uh, quite decent. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't agree, uh, but uh, no. I think A1 has found uh, uh, the line to tout in mediocrity. I think it found exactly what it, its audience wants. Yeah. And then it mass produces it. And the animation is okay. 
it's not terrible, it's not the best. Uh, it's above average at least. Um, it's <laughs> usually fantasy shows. Uh, right up my alley. So. Or magical high schools. Yeah, not so much. Uh, huh. And it's pretty meta. <laughs> And when it actually takes a chance and tries something new, like a race, they only give it one season. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, I should probably answer this too. Uh, we're excluding Ghibli because they don't get yeah. series for the most part. Uh, it's probably Studio Trigger. Because, uh, well, I love Gurren Lagann, I love Kill the Kill, and Gainax is the one who made Gurren Lagann, but they late, later became Studio Trigger, so it's the same people, and it's the same style. Hmm. I think they do the best with the budget they have, I think. The animation looks the best, it conveys the most with, uh, with what they do, so it's probably a trigger. Or it might be a Kyoto animation. <laughs> because, uh, uh, I, I was kind of figuring you for a Bones guy. Well, but, uh, Bones make, uh, bones make uh, excellent fight scenes, but they don't really make the best anime. If you look at uh, Kyoto Animation, they make all the cutest girls. Like, no one can compete in how cute these girls are. It's just incredible. They make so many slice of life shows about cute girls. Mm. And they have some of my favorites Clanad and Maid Dragon. Oh, and when I say Clanad, I made the after story because. Clanad in itself is trash. Genevio is pretty good too. And Haruhi. Oh, and of course Kaeyon. <laughs> and the silent voice too, so... I haven't watched one of those shows. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not your genre, I guess. No. I wouldn't recommend any of these shows to you. <laughs> no. <sighs> well, I would recommend Maid Dragon, you might find it funny. Okay, yeah. but um, feel free to send us any questions and we'll answer them. We'll try to remember ans answering them. This uh, this wasn't intentional at all. <laughs> so, um, we'll see you in a few days. Yeah, goodbye. Goodbye.
始めてみよう